The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is Moving Beyond, the podcast. Hello and welcome to our real final episode. The last one was our season finale, but this is a bonus episode. A bonus episode that's a little bit different because I get to sit down with Billy from season one and Carrie from season two and see what they're doing right now. Like, how are they? How has life changed? Has there been new spiritual questions of that have come up for them um yeah what is it all does it all look like right now which is a very unique experience that I never get to have and so it was thoroughly enjoyable for me and I think you'll love it as a conversation as well please enjoy and thank you so much for listening to this second season of moving beyond if you haven't left a review for us yet please please do so it will make a world of difference for when we come back for season three Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the other side. Hello, guys. It's so lovely Hello. to see you guys again. Oh, great to see you. Yeah, it's you as well. It's great to see you, Fleur. Thank you. You too. I know both of you, and you know me, but you don't know each other. So it'd be nice to maybe give a little bit of a background as to how you came upon the podcast, what your intention was, and then we will discuss farther, but just a brief intro would be great. Great. I'll go for it, yeah. So my name's Billy and my wife actually signed me up for this. I had lost my dad when I was 22, 24. And, um, and then I lost my sister a few years later. I can't think of ages anymore because I'm just so old now. But my mm-hmm. dad died of cancer. He had a pretty long battle with cancer. And then my sister had total kidney failure. I kind of suppressed everything. My wife knew that I had suppressed everything. And she just really needed me to kind of work some things out so I could just be a more open person and and work on that. So signing up and I was definitely more interested in the, the therapy portion versus um, the medium portion because I just did not believe in any of this at all. 
with Flirt was just like, I just was in awe and shock the whole time. I cannot believe how she was just able to pinpoint specific things. And even the things that like randomly, like she, Flirt kept like pointing to certain things like, oh, I'm seeing this. And I'm like, no, that doesn't make any sense. And finally my wife like listened to it back and she's like, no, this is like your last trip with your dad that you took to like New York for Cooperstown. And I was like, oh my God, it was. And I'm getting emotional just even thinking about it right now. It was like, just incredible. It was, the whole experience was incredible. And I just, it, it definitely like helped me just deal with things a lot. And just even, you know, in my personal life, in my marriage, everything, you know, things have just definitely been, been better. And I, I'm still just like in shock of like what, what Flair was able to do. And like, just like in a short time, like how, I truly went from like, oh, it's it's all just kind of like guesses or just, you know, generalizations to like, it's no, she can actually like speak to people and, and just, it, it's amazing. It was amazing to me. Yeah. My experience is also amazing and mind blowing. I'm Carrie. <laughs> I came to the podcast because I was hoping to connect with an ex-boyfriend of mine our relationship was like really complicated because we had known each other for a while, but only ended up dating for like three months. And then he just ghosted me. And then he passed away like a, a month and a half after we broke up. So I never got to get any answers and whole experience really, like I said, it bunch of times in the podcast just ultimately left me feeling like super alone and confused and I had been like I'd been going to therapy which is obviously huge and very helpful but I just needed like something more like I I don't know therapy is great like you it's just so literal um and it was like this isn't just my story isn't, it can't just end like sad. Like this isn't, I don't know. I was just searching for something. And then I like came across the podcast and one episode really resonated with me to the point where I was like, like compelled to write in, even though I, I, I felt like someone, I, don't, I felt like someone had taken over and was doing it for me, which I guess that's kind of the same thing that happened with you, Billy, but just <laughs> literally. <laughs> The experience was really great, like really eye-opening, like the accuracy, uh, it just like solidified everything for me. There's, you know, like it, it, nothing ends when we die and energy and spirits live on and it's just not as sad as it seems, at, you know, through the grieving process. Yeah, it was just life-changing. I'm so glad. And like putting things together, like I, yeah, a couple things didn't click in my reading until way after. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like that's, it <laughs> that is insane. Yeah, I feel like I was like in a state of shock for my reading. <laughs> it was mm -hmm. very, I don't know. It just sounded so monotone and like, I was definitely in shock. Um, Sometimes listening back, I'm like, sure. oh, like you could sound a little excited. Quite. About it. <laughs> There's this intense emotional thing happening, and then it makes total sense that you kind of 
shrink into yourself and you just become very quiet and i completely understand it because that's me too yeah. <laughs> you're very connected so just i just shocking. think it's funny <laughs> it happens all the time so i look downright awesome. giddy so <laughs> yeah yeah you were easy <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, everyone has different responses to it and i think that's part of the beauty of it yeah. is um getting to watch people yeah have these have these moments and and it's one of the things I love about doing theater shows too, because when I do a theater show on a really good night, I stand behind the curtain and I watch people kind of file out. And my favorite is just people have this look on their face, like what just happened? Like there's like this like, huh? And like, and especially, no offense to your gender, Billy, but especially the men. <laughs> Because they just like came in there, yeah, dragged. And then I just watched them come out of the theater being like, huh. I was ready like during the whole thing to be like, nope, you're wrong. You have no, no idea what you're talking about. And like, I that was my, that's how I went into the whole thing. And then like, from the first second, I'm like, oh, okay. She's tuning it in like a dial. This is okay. We'll see how this goes. And then like, right away, I'm like, well, that's, she doesn't know anything about me. How does she know that? And then like, it just kept going. And I'm like, oh, maybe she's got something going on and then by the end I'm just like oh she's the greatest person in the world everyone should get on her list. <laughs> yeah <laughs> everyone should get That's on the three-year wait list <laughs> yeah your episode was really cool to listen to to like just watch that um just knowing you were skeptical going in and yeah it was very very cool yeah I was like every time my wife does these things I'm like okay well they just guessed that I mean obviously they can like tell that like you're married and have kids because your daughter's running around buying this kind of thing and it's like just certain things like that but then like no you're you, you, like I don't know about any anybody else that does this but I know for a fact you are the real deal so oh well thanks I'm certainly not the only one there's plenty of us in the world running around you just have to find <laughs> the right people like in any profession you know any yeah. profession you have to find the right people so it had a huge impact on me so yeah no so thank you thank you for for sharing your voice and I love that you guys get to meet each other. This is super new in that regard, too. Just that two mm -hmm. individual people with two different stories that are met at two very different times are getting to meet. So that's super cool. Thank you both so much for being here, Billy and Carrie. Thank and you. both, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Thank you. And both of you touched on something that I mm. think is the whole, it's my whole philosophy of doing readings. People sometimes ask, oh, like, do people come all the time, like weekly or monthly or yearly? And first, I'm like, well, I don't actually have time for that. So no, on a logistical level. But two, also, I don't think that's what readings are for. I really want it to be an experience as a spark for you where it's like, oh, my gosh, they're here. That continues. And then what am I going to do with it moving forward? Right. It's not something where for both of you, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I hope that the experience was one in which it felt complete at the end of it. Like there wasn't a, oh, I have to see you again next week. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah, I did, but I did want to see you again next week. I was like, I want, I want, <laughs> I want it to be like five hours versus the hour. I was like, more, please. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> but did you, and I guess I'll start here with Billy, is when you came out of it, how has the experience been with you feeling like you can make a connection or how's that shifted for you in terms of, okay, maybe they are truly here. And if they are truly here, does that change the way I move through life? Yeah, um, it, it, it does it for sure. I mean, it's a matter of just like, you know, beforehand it was like, Oh, my 
my dad will never see, you know, his grandkids, you know, and I felt like, you know, life kind of got in the way and I, I wasn't able to spend that quality time toward the end with both their, both, both them of their lives. And now it's really just been a matter of like, they're always with me. They're always here. And even, you know, you know, my daughter and now my, my newborn son, it's a matter of just like, explain to them who, the, who their, who their grandpa was and, and who their aunt was. And just also just knowing that they're here and they're seeing these, these achievements and these milestones and um, just, they're kind of nudging me through life, which is something I really need. Yeah. That's beautiful. And what about you, Carrie? How do you feel about it moving forward? Uh, yeah, just this like constant comfort that they're not gone and not just not gone, but like always with me. Yeah, it definitely has changed the way of like, I, I act now. I just feel like I'm, I don't know, like I just find myself inviting them into them as in my ex and my grandmother who always, who came through as well. Just inviting them into like everyday things. And sometimes it makes me feel a little crazy, but uh, I love it because it just feels, I don't know, I just know in my heart that it's real. Mm, that's so nice to hear. And my follow-up question to that is when you talk about inviting them in, is there a moment that you've experienced that already for yourself where you have moved forward and I know in our session together, you talked about all of the birds in the tree when you came out yeah. of that session, you know, which yeah. is like, boom, right in your face, sign right yeah. there. Has, <laughs> how, how has that, that in, inclusion of signs in conversation been for you since the session? I don't think that they've like increased. I just doubt them a lot less. Like, I feel like I was getting them all the time, which is why I wrote in in the first place. Like I was it was driving me crazy. I was getting lots of like undeniable signs, but I always doubted them and doubted myself. And uh, so, yeah, I guess I just have a little bit more trust in myself and in them. And uh, yeah, like taking, removing that doubt has just like opened every, like all those situations, every single little sign into like, just made it pure like joy and feels like a real connection and it's just the nicest <laughs> nicest weirdest feeling ever that's awesome and what about you billy how have you have you been seeing signs and how has that worked in your life you know that's interesting i am um, i don't like as far as and maybe that's something I, I should i need to work on and think about i don't like consciously like oh like I, I guess I don't speak out loud to like my dad or my sister kind of thing. And, and, and that's an interesting thing to like think about, like, cause after like our me, I do fill them with me to where, you know, it's probably, I probably should just say hi once in a while, you know, it probably would be nice. Do you think that I need to work on acknowledging that they're, that they're with me in, and even just talking a lot to them, you know, when I'm you know, maybe in my car by myself versus around other people who might think I'm crazy. But um, yeah, I think it, I think that would be helpful for me too. What I was thinking of when you were speaking on this is you've talked about a lot of changes and also uh, Billy for you, your wife really instigated the reading. So yeah. did she get out of it what she wanted? I think so. Um, so. She's always been a pretty spiritual person when it comes, you know, just mediums and psychics and stuff. 
it's definitely helped me be more open and um, communicate better with her. And that's ultimately what she wanted because I was pretty close off, you know, life was on the surface. It was everything's perfect kind of thing. Yeah, I can understand that. I think for me, when I was first starting this work and I was doing readings very, very, very early on in the beginning, there was this moment where I had this realization for myself where it went from kind of theoretical of there being something else to like the reality of it. And with that came a whole lot of unraveling of myself too, because like you at that time, I was busy, I was doing, I was living a life that was very surface level, right? Like I was enrolled in every class you could be in. I was coaching on the side. I was baristaing in the coffee shop. I was doing volunteer work at the hospital. And there was no time to really sit and reflect. And I think in a way I was living life, so I didn't have to sit and reflect. So that was there was that too. You know, there was all this stuff going on underneath. And it wasn't until I started doing readings and really had a reading for myself where it was a bomb going off in a way where it made me stop and go, well, then how am I living my life? And what am I doing? Because if life is a spiritual continuation and it doesn't end, then oops, <laughs> like, you know, what does this mean? Uh, so I think it is, it's such an interesting experience to have because on the surface level, we can so often just push things to the side over and over and over again. And then we have a spiritual moment, whether that's through a reading or you have it yourself or like whatever that moment is that you go, oh. And then it also means you have to change the way that you live your life and how you connect with people and what you prioritize and where you put your energy and all those things. So I definitely had the same experience. And I remember thinking, I'm not sure if I like it. Like, I'm not sure if I like that life goes on because now I have to take ownership of all this stuff. Do you know it doesn't just a lot. Yeah, it uncovers (laughs) so much work. opportunity for work to do on yourself and yeah absolutely yeah what's been your process with that Carrie it's kind of the same thing just like all of a sudden I was like wait what the major catalyst was um Charles passing away and just like going through the grieving process and my whole life changed uh just through that like just relationships changed and everything changed uh, almost like you're like stuck underwater with a bunch of, I don't know, shit flying everywhere. Things are different, but it's, yeah, just chaotic. And then the reading just kind of settled everything. And it, it was just like, oh, just things aren't as you thought they were. And maybe you'd like to live life differently. So yeah, for me, like I, I would never have considered myself a spiritual person. And I found myself trying to like uh, describe this like awakening I'm going through to friends and yeah, just like health wise, everything has changed for the better. I just take care of myself more and I just want to be more present. Yeah. I was just always tuning out always like no matter if it was keeping busy or relaxing like it was just always tuning out and I just feel like very okay with being here now even though like I've gone through so much heartbreak so much more heartbreak than the person I was before this it's like given me more purpose yeah 
it's brought a lot of meaning to life. Mm. That's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. yeah. It's like, it's so important because it's like, you know, before all of this, I thought, you know, we were, we live, we die and that's it kind of thing. And, and I was, I was, you know, a mean person in that, you know, as far as just like catty and petty and I'm still all those things. Um, but I'm, I'm better. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on trying not to do those things because it's, it, it's not like a, you know, a, a legacy that we, we leave here. It's, it's a legacy just for our, our family and our, our friends and just, you know, being able to, being able to just think about, you know, I don't want to be, you know, thought of like, oh, like a jerk or, you know, jackass or anything like that. After this dream, like, oh, my dad is here kind of thing. It's like, it's like, oh, well, he probably wouldn't be proud of me for doing some of the things I've done and everything. And it, it just kind of made me think, you know, I don't want to be that person anymore. And I, I don't want people to see that reflection of me anymore. And I, and I, I want to be a better person. I want to, you know, want people to see me as a better person, um, whether actually people I can interact with on an everyday basis or people that are just, you know, spiritually around me. Oh, that's really lovely. Yeah, it's a it's a, another thing that comes up often in questions is like, what do they see? Uh, and in some regard, a lot, everything, I think, but it's from the lens of a very compassionate, loving space. I, I love what you're saying about it. And I think as yeah, as long I would say to you, as long as you remember that no one's really judging you up there. <laughs> they know you're living a human life and a human experience, and that's not an easy one. In, in your opinion, like, they kind of see everything like the people around you but they also kind of see it in a certain lens and i guess is that lens basically like just it's like basically always like rose colored or 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 do they see or i mean because you say like oh they're you don't believe they're judging you but you know could they be yeah <laughs> i don't know it might be maybe who knows yeah what uh, have no. you been up to <laughs> i don't know what you've been doing but i'm <laughs> just kidding <laughs> No, I think so. So first of all, in terms of their presence, it's fair to say that they're not around 24 seven. And by that, I mean, you don't have a relationship in life with anyone that's around 24 seven. Nobody, unless you're a Siamese twin, is attached at the hip, right? Mm -hmm. You have your own experiences also internally and in your mind. And a lot of that's private and it's your own world. So I think it's much the same in spirit in that they're not around you 24 seven also because they have their own realities and their own things that they're doing. And so nobody is 100% focused on you all the time, right? They have their own own lives for lack of a better word. Um, and so that's kind of the, the baseline to realize when you call somebody up here in the world and you say, hey, I need you, they're gonna be there, same thing on spirit side, when there's something to celebrate, when there's something to grieve, when there's something that requires a coming together, help, mm -hmm. aid of any sort, known or unknown to you in terms of maybe you know you need the help, maybe you don't know, or maybe the person helping you is unknown. I don't ever feel that there is this vantage point of, ooh, look at you stupid human making the same mistakes over and over again. It doesn't feel that way to me. Also because anytime I connect to the spirit side of things, there's such an acknowledgement that there's difficult realities in life and difficult choices. And also going back to what you said, Carrie, some of our biggest triumphs and greatest changes in life come through difficulty. And it may be making a choice that isn't the rosiest, 
moralist choice, so to speak, is what changes your path. So I think when when you look at it like that in the bird's eye view, it becomes that choice is part of a million choices. And I don't think it's judged from the one choice. It It's an accumulation and it's a larger vantage point is always my feeling. So there isn't that same judgment that we have as people where we see somebody make a choice and we're like, well, we're only seeing it from our viewpoint based off what's happening in the moment. We don't know any of the history. We don't know the belief patterns that brought you there. We don't know the conditioning. We don't know why you're making that choice. And when we judge somebody in the physical world, it's just based off of the information we can see in that moment. And when they're on the spirit side, it's like there's so many factors involved that it becomes very hard to say it's black or white. Yeah. I have a question for you, Fleur. Um, mm -hmm. Are you able to connect with people in your own life? Yeah. So people who have passed. Yeah. You're able to do like readings for yourself, essentially. Yeah. So if I'm in a good place and I've opened myself up, then boom, I'm in there. My goal in my own life and really the goal that I wish to share with other people is get that intuition running because then you have just a natural easy day-to-day -day place to invite information in and then yeah if you if you hit a real life snag where something horrible happens then there's nothing wrong with reaching out for help you know I certainly have in life and I think that's a whole different experience than when it comes through yourself perfect yeah no I'm not all-knowing trust me uh <laughs> it's not like I think there's there's a seemingly um I don't know if it's a stereotype or just a belief system where sometimes people are like, oh, well, then you must just know all the answers. And it's like, no, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> and also life does still give you hardships because that's how you grow. So mm -hmm. it's not like you're going to be avoiding all of them and be a human being that didn't grow at all just because you're using your intuition to dodge all the bullets. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Most boring life ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very boring life. So <laughs> I have kind of come to the conclusion with intuition that intuition is really meant to guide you to your most expansive life, not your most protected life. It's not this like black and white life where you're just reading a script and you're going down the lines of what's expected of you and what you're supposed to be doing. It's ever evolving. It's ever changing. But if you can tap into that deeper voice, that inner spirit, that intuitive voice, then it gives you a place to live life from a place of alignment, which doesn't necessarily mean it's easy, but it does feel peaceful. It feels true. It feels like you to the deepest core of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. What's your spiritual practice moving forward or how, what's your next step in connecting to yourself or to your loved ones on the other side? Big um, question, I know. Yeah, for me, I guess it's just kind of been a slow transition, like of changing a lot of habits. I find, like, I try to meditate now. I think that's like my biggest attempt at any kind of form of spirituality or connection. Just my whole view has changed. So all my thoughts are just viewed through a different lens, bigger, deeper meaning life just moving forward kind of with that like humble attitude of you know we're just very like these aren't just this isn't the full story these are chapters in a book that is a part of a series of books like you know it's just we're so small and that has taken a lot of pressure 
I, I feel like out of life and I'm just trying to enjoy everything that I can. Overall, it's just like changed, changed the way I think. And honestly has like really helped me in a huge way uh, because I'm currently grieving again. I lost my dog a little while ago, um, which I know is just a dog, but I had him from, I got him when I was 19 and I'm 32 now. So, wow. uh, it's just, yeah, I feel like I would very much not be okay right now if it wasn't for this, like all these positive realizations that have come from the entire experience. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I will say like, for me, the loss of an animal absolutely just as just as impactful. And I've often found that pets come through in readings. And actually in this last the episode, this last one of the season, number 10, the first little bit, there's actually a dog that comes through. I, I listened, I started listening to it this morning and just like bawled my eyes out <laughs> three, like the first mention of a dog, I, I couldn't. So maybe I'll listen to that tonight, but. Yeah, when you're ready, when you're ready. <laughs> but that is, that's so nice. The reading was just so healing. Um, and yeah, I truly feel like, uh, it is kind of like saved me just the trajectory that it sent me on has saved me. Like if I was in this living my life two years ago and my dog had passed away, I just, I would not be okay. And that's an understatement. So yeah, I don't even can barely remember your question or where I'm going with this. It's uh, been all like the most positive, healthy changes. And I'm excited for them to continue. That's really good to hear. What about you, Billy? How are you moving forward with spirituality? Yeah, so like, um, I don't do any meditating and I probably should. It's probably really helpful. For me, it was just a matter of like, after the reading, it was just so like, I blamed myself for so many things, whether it was just not being there enough, like prioritizing my own wants and needs over those of like, you know, my, my, my family and stuff like that. And it really kind of, it just kind of healed me as far as like, you know, they don't, blame me they they're not you know angry with me and then especially with um, my mom she has terminal cancer it's just like just realizing you know life is short but also there there's so much more even after this life here and I love how you said Carrie about like you know this is a small section of like a series of books that we're in right now and it truly is like this is just going to continue forever even if we make a mistake now it it doesn't it doesn't ruin our it doesn't ruin our our series of books you know it's 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 such a small blip on on ultimately what what our story and what our what our life is um here and after and that's what's really important to me just to know that you know it's it's it, it doesn't end here to where even if you you make mistakes and you you do this you know there's always there, there's just there's always time to 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 think about and try to fix, you know, issues in your life and just, and just remember that, you know, this isn't, this isn't the end and this isn't all we're here for kind of thing. We're, I, I truly feel like I'm on page two of like a 1 million page book, but just realizing that like, you know, it's, you know, we're always, 
growing, we're always evolving. And even, even after this, you know, I, I have to imagine that even, you know, you know, my, my, my dad and my sister, you know, even, even them, they're still growing and evolving and, and just trying to work harder to be the best that they can be as well. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, well, thank you both for sharing your evolution with me, for showing how you are moving beyond these losses and integrating them into your life. Of course, we know that they, they never fully disappear, but you are both huge inspirations. So thank you so much for being a part of this. It's been a joy to work with you and, and see these changes firsthand. And thank you for lending your voices. I know it makes a, a big difference to people who, who get to listen in. So I really, really appreciate both of your times and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks thank you. For... And thank you for everything you've done for, for me and for, I mean, my wife would love to thank you too. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, endless gratitude from me. Oh, thank you both. Same right back at you. And I really uh, adore both of you and I'm grateful you were here and thanks for doing this. And uh, I'm sure our paths will cross at some point again. Great. So. Great meeting you, Carrie. Nice. Yeah, Take you too, Betty. Mm -hmm. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Thank you for listening with an open heart. Thank you for hearing these stories. We heal in community. Thank you for being part of this one. If you yourself would like to open up your spiritual gifts, because we all have them, I run mentorship courses about every month or two, and you can find all information on my website, mediumfleur.com. I also have a book out called Moving Beyond. You can also find information on where to purchase on my website, and there's an audiobook if you like this voice of mine. Thanks again for being here. If you feel called to leave a review, it means everything. This podcast is completely free of cost for all participants, and it is such a help when we get a review. So thank you in advance. Thank you for being here and see you next time. Thank you for listening to Moving Beyond, the podcast. If you haven't yet left us a rating or a review, we would greatly appreciate it as it helps new listeners to find the show. Moving Beyond is an independent podcast produced by Fleur LeSink and Elizabeth Mihalich, with additional support from the team at 2020 Intuition, Heloise, Teresa, and Madalena. Original music composed and produced by Lucas Tuttle. To learn more about Medium Fleur and her book, Moving Beyond, that teaches you how to access your intuition, psychic ability, and spirit connection, please visit www.mediumfleur.com. The link is in the show notes. If you're interested in being on a future episode of Moving Beyond, please send Elizabeth an email at podcasts at mediumfleur.com. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at M-E-D-I-U-M-F-L-E-U-R dot com. We would like to thank everyone who has shared their loved ones, their stories, and their heartbreak with us, making this podcast possible.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 